Welcome to Commando on Demand Insider, your fast-paced weekly update straight from Kim's desk to your ears. I'm Mike James, and in just a moment, it's a bonus hour of the Kim Commando Show. This is the Commando on Demand podcast, but today we're going to give you a little taste of what it's like to be a Commando community member. When you are, you get all three hours of the Kim Commando Show uh, every single week to listen to on your schedule. You get Kim's ebooks for free. You can join us in the forums, start your own blog, and of course, it's safe. We do not track you or sell your information. And you can come and watch us as we record the show on Friday. Later on in this show, I'm going to tell you how you can get the Commando Community for a free 30 day trial. And uh, we'll get started in just a moment. It's Commando on Demand Insider in a bonus hour of the Kim Commando Show. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. You know, it's been over a month since, you know, the entire staff of the Kim Commando Show began working from home. And like you, I'm totally getting settled into routine. I do get up, I take a shower, I get dressed, I walk to my home office, and I just start getting things done. And I made myself a schedule this past week. And I'll tell you, if you haven't done that, it has really helped to keep me focused. It's bad, no doubt. Uh, People are dying. This virus hasn't been stopped. We need a vaccine and we need it now. We're all home. Unemployment figures are depressing. Food banks are swamped. But maybe, just maybe, there's something to be said about people who are spreading a smile, a laugh online. Like I saw this one. Day 12 without sports. I found a young lady sitting on my couch yesterday. Apparently, she's my wife. She seems really nice. (laughs) Or how about this one? Uh, Prediction. There will be a minor baby boom in nine months. And then one day in 2033, we shall witness the rise of the quarantines. Yes, the quarantines. And uh, one more for you. I was just on a Zoom call that ended automatically after 40 minutes because the organizer was on the free tier. This is the single greatest advancement to meeting productivity that I've ever seen. I would pay extra for that feature. You know, I have to tell you, I thought about that too when I was on a Zoom meeting this past week. At 40 minutes, it just ended. I'm like, you know, I've always said that meetings, if they were over 30 minutes, they were probably just a little bit too long. And you see, ladies and gentlemen, just an example of all the fun that we have here week after week, the transference of fun and intellect as we talk about living the best digital life ever It's called the Kim Commando Show, and you can find us on over 400 top stations from coast to coast and around the globe on American Forces Radio. That's 177 different countries, and every ship at sea gets the Kim Commando Show. And it's called the Kim Commando Show because, after all, I am America's beloved digital goddess, Kim Commando, here with you once again. We're not worthy! And they have that, you know, six feet of separation. All right, let's get started with the five things that you need to know. And here's the deal. All throughout the week, I scour the news sites just for the top tech news. And here's number one. 
is Google and Facebook have been trying to fight the spread of everything from coronavirus misinformation to hoaxes and scams and those price gouging sellers. But then there's the dark web. Listen to this. According to a report by Vice, an ad was posted on a dark web marketplace called OwnShop. Now, if you haven't ever been to the dark web, just don't start going now. They call it the dark web for a reason. But the seller behind this ad claims to have been infected by the coronavirus. So now this person, they say to support their family, is selling their saliva and their blood as plasma therapy for a thousand bucks. Now, since it's supposedly able to make someone who has not gotten the virus immune to the virus, the ad insinuates that it could be used to help other patients, of course. Now, think about this. True or false? It's a hoax. It's just part of this massive surge of COVID-19 related scams, not just on our internet, but on the deep and dark web markets. You see, criminals, they like to exploit public fear because, you know, three things sell, fear, sex, greed. Okay, they go after fear. So they're offering products like test kits and temperature detectors and vaccines. Of course, none of this is real. They just are using it to make money. They're tricking you to turn over your personal information. So there's this company called Global Intelligence Firm Insights. They say that the number of domains registered using the words corona or COVID jumped from less than 200 in 2019. What do you think that number is now? The number of domains that use corona or COVID in it? I don't know if you're right, 40,000, they say, through March. We have a lot more on our website about avoiding scams and hoaxes and malware. And as I said, it's best to stay off the dark web and under no circumstances should you buy anything promising to cure the virus, especially ugh, bodily fluids. Like, really, you would put somebody else's blood in you? No, not true. And if it is true on the web, don't buy it. Number two, smart speakers are no replacement for a human. Now, I have to tell you, this next story is absolutely gut-wrenching. Nursing homes are breeding grounds for the virus. And in Michigan, the Cedar Springs Nursing Home, where more than 30 residents and staff have tested positive for COVID-19. Now, one nursing home resident, a gal by the name of Luann Dagan, was recently rushed to the hospital and she later died due to complications from the coronavirus. Now, according to Wood TV, after the 66-year-old's death, her sister checked the recordings on the woman's Amazon Echo smart speaker. And I'll tell you, this is just going to break your heart. She found that her sister, Luann, was in pain in the days leading up to her death and had begged for help from Alexa. She told Alexa that she was in pain. She had to find a way to relieve it. She asked Alexa, can you help me cope with my pain? She asked Alexa how to get to the police, but instead of calling for help, Alexa gave the woman directions to the nearest police station. Okay. Smart speakers have their pros and cons, and they are equipped with features to help, but they don't come through. But we have a tip over at commando.com on how to have your Alexa actually call 911. And if you have someone in your family in a nursing home with an Amazon Alexa, you might just want to tell them that if they do need help, they need to call you and not to ask Alexa. And number three, the only thing that 5G and coronavirus have in common is that you can't see either one. You can always count on social media to spread these crackpot conspiracy theories. But now the anti-vaxxers are screaming that it's just a way to force them to get vaccinated. Uh, Americans believe that, uh, some Americans rather, believe that the virus is a cover-up for some kind of shadowy government power grab. And that celebrities are being paid to say that they had the virus and how bad it is. 
Okay, now there's this absurd rumor that's making the rounds that 5G cellular antennas are causing the virus or making it worse. Okay, the most visible advocate of the silly 5G is Woody Harrelson, along with a whole bunch of nobodies. But here's the deal. I'm not going to go into the tech talk about it, but just know that 5G sites emit nothing but radio waves. But YouTube announced this week that they're going to quickly remove all the videos that support the 5G coronavirus myth, which brings up a very nagging question, doesn't it? If YouTube can move this fast to stop a coronavirus rumor, why, oh, why does it take so long for them to remove videos of terrorism, rapes, and murders, and other conspiracy theories? Number four, Wi-Fi is about to get 40% faster. That's right. Wi-Fi 6 is going to be approved this coming week. And here's the deal. It's 40% faster than than Wi-Fi 5, which is what we all have now. It's at 802.11 AC. But the FCC has to free up some more spectrum, which they're supposed to vote on later this month. And it's not going to give you more bandwidth. It's just going to give you more, I guess you'd say, room to have more things happening within your house. And of course, this means one more thing is that you're going to have to actually buy a new Wi-Fi router when Wi-Fi 6 is truly adopted as the standard. And number five, sports have been sidelined for the epidemic, baseball, hockey, basketball, even car racing. But some athletes are turning to esports, and that brings us to NASCAR driver Bubba Wallace, who doesn't, have to, who doesn't deal with losing a video game very well. So here's what happened. While streaming the game live on Twitch, he wrecked his race car, well, his video game race car. Instead of just getting back to the race, he lost his cool saying, Oh, that's why I don't take this fill-in-the-blank seriously. So he quit the game. Well, everybody got to Twitter and was like, really? What is going on with him? And then Wallace doubled down, apologizing for ruining so many people's lives by quitting this video game. But then another tweet came from his sponsor. The Twitter account for Blue Emu, which is a company that makes pain relief creams, had a message for Wallace. The tweet said, good to know where you stand. Bye-bye, Bubba. We're interested in drivers, not quitters. Hmm. I guess it's not always just a game. All right, coming up in just a few moments, I've got a quick update about how Netflix is changing. And because all the kids are at home, they're giving you some parental controls. And of course, we have all of your fantastic phone calls here on this coast-to-coast broadcast of the Kim Commando Show. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. So thrilled that you're spending time with us. And our phone lines are open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And moments away, we're talking about Netflix. And we have our digital life hack that you definitely don't want to miss. And that's moments away, too. The coronavirus pandemic shocked our once booming economy. More than 6.6 million layoffs in the past couple of weeks alone have left a lot of Americans uncertain about the future and just desperate for financial assistance. And that's why the CARES Act was signed into law, which provides aid to affected businesses and workers. 
And then in addition to the expanded unemployment benefits, most Americans will qualify for a direct cash deposit from the federal government to ease this hardship to the tune of $1,200 per person. Now, if you're struggling right now, this cash payment should be coming your way to help you out very soon. But scams and bogus checks are beating the real thing to the punch. I mean, anytime a global event such as the coronavirus, COVID-19, happens, well, that's when the hackers, the cyber criminals and the scammers, they just come out of the woodwork and they go to work. So whether it's phishing emails or new targeted scams, it's all meant to take advantage of you. And they want to get your uh, browsing history, your user IDs, your passwords and all your other personal details. Now, joining us to tell us exactly what the hackers, the criminals and the scammers are up to is a woman super smart who's simply known as Snow. She works for IBM X-Force, and they're a group of white hat hackers. They're the good guys because IBM X-Force has been seeing the surge of spam that's just capitalizing on people's fears and confusion during this time. So, Snow, thanks for being with us. What's the most surprising thing that you're seeing right now? We have seen tons of different campaigns. I think... A lot of people were expecting to kind of see maybe one thing around the virus, maybe something from the World Health Organization, which we're seeing a lot of. But because of all this fear and chaos, it brings out a lot of different campaigns. So we're seeing things from extortion campaigns, businesses that are hoping to get the government relief, you know, they're being targeted. We're seeing things, people that are using different types of video sharing platform being targeted. There's tons of different targets out there because of this pandemic. And since the birth of the internet, we've really never seen a disaster to this magnitude. That's true. And that alone, yeah, that alone makes all of the, the spam around the COVID-19 really, really unique. And so give us some real examples. Like, I mean, I got one that said that I was uh, that I was eligible for a COVID-19 test. And so I was just curious. So I clicked it. And of course, they were trying to sell me a bogus test kit for forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. And I thought, OK, who would be dumb enough to fall for this? But I bet you because of the fear, like you mentioned, a lot of people would be. Yeah, absolutely. That's actually one of the, the campaigns one of our, our hospitals has told us that they're seeing. But instead of email form, they've seen it in the form of phone calls. So what someone was doing is they were spoofing their phone number to look like it was calling from the hospital. And they would call people saying, hey, if you would like to have a test, you just need to pay this piece the fee over the phone and show up at the ER and we'll test you. So unfortunately, this hospital was having all of these clients or all of these people come in saying, hey, we paid our fee. We want to get tested. But that's that's not how it works. And unfortunately, that that was a scam that a lot of people fell for. Small business relief spam. What's going on with that? Yeah. So we've definitely seen a large campaign that that has gone out that pretends to be from the U.S. Small Business Association. And in that email, it says, you know, you, you've you submitted and it's confirmation, but we also um, want you to download this so you can sign something and send it back in. 
And unfortunately, if someone were to download that, it does install some type of malware that then installs a remote access Trojan or rat. And rats are pretty scary because they can do a lot of different things. For example, they could be used like spyware, so they can be pretty much watching you on your computer. And whether that's watching what you're doing on your screen or turning your webcam on and watching you. And that's terrifying. It, yeah, it could also do things like it could download, alter, or delete files. So it might be downloading illegal content or do something like wipe your entire hard drive. So there's a lot of different things that rats could do. You have on your list that you sent over extortion. Yes. That's always very frightening. And we've always had the sextortions where, you know, you get an email that says, oh, you know, here was your password. And it probably was your password from a couple of years ago. Right. But uh, we saw you doing some na- naughty things while you were looking at some naughty website. And if you don't pay us $300 in Bitcoin or $800 in Bitcoin, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. is that we're going to send this to all your family members and friends. Is it about the same thing? Yeah. So, so related to COVID. Yes. So we've actually seen a campaign that's coming from someone who's um, a known spammer who specializes in extortion, but they've kind of changed their campaign a bit. So the extortion email that they're sending out right now is pretty much saying, I can infect you and your entire family if you do not pay, I think it's like $500 in Bitcoin to this address in 72 hours. And that is just, I mean, it's terrifying, right? And that's the kind of stuff that people are scared of. And a lot of times they'll comply and they'll do it because they have, you know, they have that need to want to protect their family. And they also have that timeline. So a lot of times when there's a timeline and urgency involved, that kind of, it makes people do things a lot faster than they normally would. Especially now because we're all just so freaked out. Right. I mean, how much do you think, what do you think the percentage is that spam has increased related to COVID-19? Yeah. So at IBM X-Force, we are a team of researchers and we have a lot of people across the globe that monitor evolving threats all the time. And we have one team that's actually dedicated to analyzing all the spam that has been gathered specifically to COVID-19. And with that, we have found since February of this year, we've observed 4,300% increase of COVID or the coronavirus theme spam. So just in that short amount of time, 4,300% increase, which is scary, but I have a scarier number for you. In the last two weeks, IBM X-Force has seen a 14,000% increase in spam related to COVID-19. 14,000%? Yes, just in the last two weeks. Wow. And so were we talking spam just to our email or are we getting text messages too and phone calls? Is everything in that or is that just email? That's just email, email related to COVID-19. Yep. So what do we do? Do we just have to all just pay attention and then share this message with our family members and friends, and especially those who may be more vulnerable to responding to such a thing? Yeah, absolutely. I think getting the message across to friends and family can go a long way. I think the biggest thing is to slow down. And that's really hard right now, especially if, you know, the phone call or the email has fear and urgency in it. We want to act fast, but if we really take the time 
slow down and evaluate the email or phone call or text message, a lot of times we can then start kind of picking it apart and seeing things that we wouldn't see before. Um, an example is what I like to call fraud speak. If you look through, you know, a lot of the scams right now that are going out, it will appear that English is a second language or they'll use words that don't make sense in the sentence. That's the big thing to catch on. Another thing is to always verify, even if you receive an email from your boss or human resources or even a family member and there's an attachment or link and the message might not make sense, give them a call. It doesn't take long or send them an email somewhere, you know, on the side. Don't reply, but send them an email directly and say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm just checking in. Did you send this? I just wanted to be sure. That would probably stop a lot of attacks right there. And if you are receiving any type of scams from organizations like, you know, the Small Business Association or the World Health Organization, instead of clicking on any links or opening attachments, I would go to their website directly because a lot of times they have tons of good information posted even right on their home page, and you can find the information you're most likely looking for there. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Um, no, I think I think that's the biggest thing is there's just tons of scam going on right now. And it might not even be necessarily, you know, towards COVID-19, but just we've seen so much different types of scam going on. So just really be vigilant as possible. Well, thank you, Stephanie. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Hey, listen, before we go back to all of your phone calls, the video chat software company Zoom has seen a huge increase in the number of people that have been working from home, of course. I mean, I don't know if you've heard the number, but in December, they had 10 million meeting participants a day. And in March, that actually jumped up to 200 million participants a day. And now that the company's in the spotlight, it's actually had one black eye after another. So, you know, first we find out that they've been quietly sharing user data with Facebook. Okay. And then there was the flaw that allowed the theft of Windows credentials. And more and more companies are ditching the software over security concerns, like it doesn't have end-to-end encryption. And then there's always the questions about, you know, data usage. But the biggest problem Zoom is dealing with has been Zoom bombing. Yes, it's crazy stuff where people join meetings to take over the screen. They share graphic videos. They become just a, a troll or maybe they either put some porno in there or whatever. But the company's finally taking steps to address at least some of these issues. First, they're making the waiting room option a default setting. That means attendees have to be approved before joining the meetings, which is great. Uh, Zoom also removed the meeting ID from showing up on that title bar since people love to like share screenshots of meetings. We've got more about Zoom coming up later in the show in our DIY security tip that covers all the security settings that you need to change right now on the most popular video conference software, including Zoom. Uh, and then there's Google Meet and Skype and a whole bunch more. All right, let's go to Monica in Littleton, Colorado. Hi there, Monica. Glad to have you with us today. Well, thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate it. I've been following your advice for a long time now. So, well, thank um, you, Monica. What's going on with you? So, very recently, I was asked to help coordinate the communications for a group of about twenty volunteers um, for a sewing circle who are donating their time and materials for making face masks and surgical caps for professionals in need. 
Um, oh, how nice of you. Gets, well, it's nice of them because really they're the ones that I feel like are doing all the work. Um, but now with, you know, the new um, things in place, you know, regarding the general public and how we need to be wearing face right. masks and so forth, uh, so forth um, and the orders have, be, have become overwhelming. And so... I'm well, give me at, an example. Like, how many orders are you getting? So... Between, that's a great question. Thank you. So between, you know, small office practices and clinics and home health care, caregivers, um, we actually have just given away um, our, our thousandth piece, um, our wow. thousandth face mask. Um, and this has been an ongoing effort for just about a month now. Um, so we're getting in orders of anywhere between, you know, 20 and 50 at a time. And, okay. um, yeah, so we need to manage the incoming ordering process and we need to figure out a way to, to manage the orders online somehow. Okay. So are you charging for these masks or are you just charging shipping and handling or how We're is that charging coming down? anything? We're picking up delivering. Wow. Everyone's donating. Um, the sewers are actually donating their own materials. Um, they're ordering materials from wherever they can find it. A lot of the materials are on back order now, so we're trying to take actual donations. Um, you know, not so much monetary, but the actual fabric materials, the elastic and the olefin that goes in. And wow. There's lots of pieces and parts, you know, sewing machine parts that and thread. It's amazing, really, what goes into the process. And so... Um, we're getting that we're getting that coordination, the communication between everybody, you know, figured out while maintaining our social distancing. But um, we're actually delivering now. There have been a few deliveries that have been mailed out. All that's just being done on a voluntary basis, on a donation basis. Okay. So none of this is, okay. So how how are you tracking it now? Um, well, I've set up a Google spreadsheet to you know figure out who has what materials, who's working on kits. Um, you know, first there's a group of cutters that cut out. The pattern. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Then they kit those, and they take them, and then they're delivered to sewers, and and it's so it's quite the process. It really is more involved than what initially meets the eye. Um, but just through word of mouth and networking, and, and our neighbors, um, you know, finding out about what we're doing, and saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm a home healthcare worker. We don't have masks. We really could use, you know, some masks. We're making washable masks with the only fin insert, so that only fin insert, so that." It doesn't meet the N95, right. but it's pretty darn close. Um, well, first of all, thank you for doing no, all that. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's really wonderful that you were able to bring the whole community together and pull all these pieces and parts right. together. Because like you just said, it's it's not just the elastic, it's the thread, it's the sewing needles, it's the parts and the pieces. And then right. now we got to get them in a package and we got to get them out the door. Absolutely. Um, you know, so, so you're asking me to help so that if you wanted, if so, you could send your followers or wherever it may be to a, to a website where they could order the quantity that they want. Okay. They could maybe make a donation towards those. And so maybe like, as if, if I needed mass and I knew you were giving away for free, I'd say, you know what? I, I know that this cost you. So here's a hundred dollars. Right. Okay. And I don't expect. <laughs> anybody has on hand whatever it may be okay um and you know and there's an op we can put an option for that and then to have everything into uh an order database because you know now we want to make sure that we actually shipped them right we want to make sure that they got there uh and so 
if you, the, the probably the, the easiest and the quickest way for you to set this up is to set up a, sh- um, set up a shop at shopify.com. Shopify. Okay. And, and so basically, and you can set the prices to be zero. Okay. It's not a big deal. You could set a price to, uh, for if somebody wanted to make a donation. Okay. Or if they, you know, if you say, you know, five is $5, but if you can't afford it, it's zero or, you know, however you want to do it. I think that if, if you could, I think that there's probably a way for you to, um, you know, ask for money because you don't, you don't want the money, but, but, but knowing that people are so willing to help, right. Especially now. Okay. So, so with Shopify, you can use your own domain or you can use their domain. Okay. And it's a template. And so that's what I like about it. It's really easy for you to get started with something like this. So if you had pictures of patterns and of mass or whatever it may be, is that you can put it in there. You can set the quantities. It will uh, keep track of the inventory in the back Great. end. And, uh, and in addition to that, it will, also, it will also provide you the shipping labels as oh. well. So you'd have the inventory and the cool. shipping labels. So you'd be able to print this out. So, so we're going to, we're not going to be doing this in a Google sheet anymore. Great, okay? great. <laughs> we're going to, you're like, thank you, Kim Commando. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, so take a look at what Shopify has to great. offer. Uh, they have basic stores. They have different plans and advanced and okay. things like that. Uh, you know, a basic store is $30 a month. And then they charge for a, a percentage for, of a, if somebody's going to put it on their credit card of 2.9%. Okay. Um, if if you're are you a five hundred one c? We're nothing. <laughs> okay, we're, we're just, just a bunch of people working out of our house. house. You know, I mean, we're just we've got moms that are homeschooling that are putting in extra time to sew. We've got you know some retirees that are wanting to donate time. I mean, really, this is a grassroots effort in total. Okay, then you know what? Then then let's let's at least have this side automated okay. and in mm-hmm. a database. And where you have uh, an email list, so thirty days from now you can send them a thank you right. note. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about, and 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 so so just to put some semblance of a, of a bit of organization behind this, because you know again what you're doing is fabulous, Monica, and thank you so much for doing everything that you're doing, and everybody on your team, thank you for doing that. And if there's any way that I can help, I put you on hold. Uh, you know, I'm happy to contribute. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have any cloth and I don't have any elastic, but I, I do have cash. And so if there's a, uh, a way that if you have a GoFundMe or something like that, then I can help you out. Just know that I'd be honored to uh, to step up to the plate with that. Now, if you have any questions afterwards, Monica, uh, Manny's going to give you my private email address and then you and I can uh, work together offline to make sure that you get everything all set up. And again, thank you for your call. All right, this week's digital life hack is how do how do you get your prescriptions and how can I help you in your digital life if you can't go to the pharmacy? Well, here's the thing is that you can do it. Like for example, at Walgreens, you can place your order online or by phone and then it will arrive at your doorstep at no extra cost. We're going to tell you how you can place your order online at walgreens.com or in the app and then what the options are afterwards up to including using Postmates. Uh CVS Pharmacy Target 
And just like Walgreens, they're waiving delivery charges on prescription meds and select home essentials. For this one, you actually have to use the app again. We'll give you the steps. Rite Aid, you have to join the free delivery club and uh, the rules vary by location. So that's why we give you a link to their website. Now, Walmart, uh, the in-store pharmacies don't offer home delivery, but online orders Totally different story, same thing for Costco. And so if you for leaks to everything that I just mentioned, look no further than the official homepage of the Kim Commando Show. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O dot com. And when you're there, hit that link that says Kim Show right at the top of the homepage. So many, many moons ago when I was studying computer programming, there was uh, a language that we learned called COBOL. And it had a whole bunch of pick statements. And that's basically kind of all I remember at this point, other than it was something like after uh, when the 90s hit that nobody used COBOL anymore. But what's interesting now is that in light of the coronavirus pandemic is that state governments and federal governments are putting out calls for volunteers for people who actually know COBOL. And that brings me to Bill Henshaw. You are you're in charge of a group called the Cobol Cowboys. Uh, yes, I'm the CEO and founder of Cobol of Cobol Cowboys, along with my wife Eileen. And so, so what are you guys doing? So you're you're finding volunteers to help our our state governments in the light of this pandemic. Basically, uh, up until this virus hit, we've been dealing more with banks. Uh, and insurance companies and healthcare. Uh, uh, I did do a project for the state of New Jersey in January uh, on a different issue, and because of that contact, I did did reach out to the CE, to the CTO of the state of New Jersey and sent him an, an, an email saying we are we are ready to help you. Uh, he has not replied, but I understand why. Yeah, I'm sure his plate is very, very full. We did receive an well, email. Co- I'm sorry. Yeah, well, co- well, I was going to say COBOL in New Jersey is running the state's unemployment system right now, which, you know, you, you think about it, you're like, what is that? I mean, this is from the 1960s. But, well, Bill, you were going to say you got an email from somebody? Uh, I, I We did receive an email back from the state of New Jersey. New Jersey asking us to, to fill out some information for them. But let me be uh, let, let me push back a little bit on that. Uh, every state runs COBOL. Every bank almost runs COBOL. Every insurance company runs COBOL. It's worldwide. Uh, it, even though it was it was built and developed by Admiral Grace Hopper in, in around 1960, uh, it has evolved through time, and it is robust and powerful, and it's unbelievable and a lot of the people or organizations that talked about rip and replace, getting rid of mainframes and COBOL, are now going back and saying, we want to keep the mainframe and the COBOL and modernize it because it's so powerful now. So, uh, uh, And the state, state of New Jersey, uh, I believe that when they, when they modernize it, they will stay with the mainframe and the COBOL because it's there. So, See, that, anyway. is, that, yeah, that is so interesting because you'd think like – with all the latest and greatest and we want to get everything on the internet and, you know, then we still have to deal with these legacy programs. And so I, I think it's interesting. And I wanted to get you on the show today because I know that we have a lot of folks who join us, you know, listen to the show. They join us in the chat rooms and, and are retired 
COBOL programmers. And other states that are looking for COBOL programmers right now are Connecticut and Kansas, where I think this was interesting. The governor, Laura Kelly, says the Department of Labor is operating on, okay, this is her exact quote, on really old stuff (laughs) that was in the process of being modernized when the pandemic hit. And so if you know COBOL, just like people are making masks is that there probably is a need for you to get back into business as well. Hey, listen, as you're out there, just know scammers are creating Netflix lookalike sites. Do not put in your credentials, your credit cards, unless it's the real Netflix sites. Hey, thanks for listening to Commando On Demand Insider. Now, earlier I promised you that I was going to give you a way to get the Commando community for free for 30 days. And that way is by going to getkim.com and using promo code THANK YOU. You'll get a 30-day free offer after the 30 days. It's the regular $4.99 a month. But join us. You can download the podcast. You can watch us record the show live. Join us in the forums. Start your own blog. A million things. Become a Commando community member at getkim.com and use promo code thank you and we do thank you we thank you for listening we hope you'll subscribe so you'll get these podcasts downloaded to your device every single week and if you know somebody that you think might benefit from this information we'd appreciate it if you'd share and we'll see you next time on commando on demand